0: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of The Grow Podcast. I am your host, Raman Habib. And I am Aryan Khanna. It is an immense pleasure to have with me, Inshallah Abbas, as the guest for this episode. Ahmad Inshallah Abbas is a finance enthusiast currently in grade 12 studying humanities at Lamartine College. Alongside maintaining excellency in his academics with a cumulative GPA of 96.6% in his class 10th board examinations, Inshallah has also acquired practical knowledge of the stock market by hands-on experiences in his day-to-day life. He makes sure to regularly participate in various corporate and stock market competitions around the country. The initial courses he studied were about the fundamentals of the stock market and since then he has delved deep into the study of the market and has done more than 12 courses to understand the fundamental and technical analysis on the set topics. He believes that trading and investing is not a gift you are born with, but a skill that can be developed over time. And once understood, it can help anyone achieve financial freedom. He is a member of the college football team and has also captained it on many instances. To add to that, he is a member of the Lamartnier extracurricular organization and seeks to ensure that he is involved in nearly all activities organized in the college. Inshallah is the co-editor of the English Editorial Board and regularly posts his own thoughts on his finance blog titled Investorium. Inshallah has a keen interest in fitness and is contentedly influencing the youth to inculcate fitness as a part of the lifestyle with the help of his page Teen Fitness Club on Instagram along with me. But more than that, he has also been a great mentor and an elder brother to me. Helping me throughout. He is the person that encouraged me to get started with finance. It is a great pleasure to have you here with us today. And we are really looking forward to the session ahead. As I'm sure our listeners are too.
1: Oh, first of all, thank you Roman for
0: having me here on your podcast. It's a pleasure to speak to you. And to Arden as well. So, to start off this conversation, we would like to ask the questions that we and all our listeners tuning in today are extremely keen to know. Everyone in school knows that you are a highly disciplined student who takes part in many extracurricular activities. This, according to me, prompts my first question. What was your aim in life while growing up and how did it change over time? So, my career in the beginning was, you
1: know, I had, just like you or just like many other teenagers all over the globe, I had little to no clue what I wanted, want to do in my life. I looked at my relative and he was a successful lawyer. And in the initial part of my life, that was when I was uh, 10 or 12 years old, that influenced me a lot. And since then, I, you know, constantly used to tell everyone that I want to become a lawyer in the future, despite knowing anything. About you know how to become a lawyer. What are the What are some of the few skill sets that one required in order to become a lawyer? Hence, uh, you know only by seeing someone, I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer. And it changed over time. It changed when after class tenth examinations, I was asked to choose subjects, and I had little to no clue that you know what I actually wanted to do in my life with subjects to choose. Hence, uh, I you know under pressure choose legal studies that is you know basically a law side subject and you know even for the first month after choosing the subject i was under the impression that i want to become a lawyer but you know that uh, thankfully with god's grace i was able to change my subjects on time and uh, i and now i want to make a career in finance
0: that's really great you know even i had problems on deciding what i wanted to be Earlier I wanted to be an astronaut but over time I began aspiring to be an entrepreneur which is my current aim. continuing on to the next question which is also related to this one why did you start trading you opted for legal studies so why did you decide to change your career from wanting to be a lawyer to a trader yeah so you now, as as earlier mentioned that
1: uh, I was under the impression that I want to become a lawyer but I realized that you know it's quite a tedious job to do in the future and it has little to very less prospective in terms of money and uh, my personality you know tends to attract money so i wanted to search a profession which would pay me or which would give me money from the very initial part of my life hence lawyer uh, you know becoming a lawyer was not fulfilling that criteria so I searched, you know, I spent hours online searching about various, you know, what to do in life, what to do with political science, how to make a career in history. And none of my subjects, which I have currently fulfilled, you know, my idea that was to earn money as soon as possible. Then I, uh, you know, during the Corona pandemic, I came across a uh, stock market. I heard that the markets were crashed and one of my friends had sent me an Instagram post that uh, these stocks were on sale. So, you know, without knowing anything about the stock market, I asked to my brother, he opened an account and we started investing. So that is how I began trading. And that was, that is how my journey in finance started from an Instagram post.
0: Thank you so much for that answer. I'll surely know that down. Coming on to one of your hobbies that you're also quite well known for, according to so many Indians, especially teenagers focus on investing rather than trading.
1: So a lot of teenagers, uh, first of all, the very first reason that a lot of people, you know, focus on investing rather than trading is that investing is easier than trading. For investing, you need common sense and you need to have a s- amount of money which you will invest and will, you know, grow accordingly. The money will work for you. That is the concept behind investing. But in trading, trading is a day job where you have to sit in front of a desk and have to be on your A game in order to earn money. Uh, from the market so trading is quite difficult because you need to understand the fundamental technical aspect also the other quadrants which are risk management and other quadrants of the stock market in order to understand how trading works and in order to earn a living out of it but investing you can be a doctor engineer or any you know, respected profession but you can invest and grow your money over a long time and after a
0: certain amount of time you will be financially free. So basically investing is more passive and trading is more active right? Yes, you're absolutely right, Mark. I feel that point is really important. Thank you for sharing your perspective with us today.
2: Now, moving on to some more interpretive questions. Would you like to break some stereotypes and myths in stock marketing?
1: So, to begin with, there are, first of all, endless myths that, you know, prevail uh, prevail in the Indian society. But to break some, you know, major myths of the stock market, I'd like to point out first, which is, you know, is it gambling? Is stock market gambling as we, you know, as our parents or many, you know, old age, you know, classical, orthodox Indian people tell us that it is gambling. Uh, in Hindi, we call it, it's Jua Bazaar, Satta Hain. But it's not. It's a complete myth. It's a uh, stock market is works under the regulation of the government. It uh, It is regulated by SEBI, which is Security Exchange Boards of India. It is, it is based on demand and supply. And we have, you know, softwares and, you know, respected people who do that. It's not gambling. It's uh, statistical and mathematical nature. First, secondly, is it risky? Yes, it is absolutely risky. Everything is risky in life. Me coming to this uh, podcast is risky. Me expressing my views against the current government might be a violation. To, it might be risky and I might be lynched tomorrow, but you never know. Hence, everything is risky in life. But as teenagers who, you know, there was this famous quote by Harshad Nata that Lala, risk is ish. Hai. Obviously you have to take risk in order to generate money. We are risking our uh, you know, health and everything while studying. So risk is there. Hence, we need to uh, undertake proper knowledge from, uh, about the stock market, understand how it works, and then hence the risk will be minimalized and your prox- the profits will be maximized. Third is that small investors cannot begin. That's a complete myth. I began with 10,000 rupees. Anyone can begin with 100 rupees. It's very simple. You can start investing in various avenues, and you can see how your money grows from 100 to 200 to 500. in in a uh, small period of time and last but not the least uh, is stock market you know only people who are good at maths only people who are uh, you know who have good understanding of stats can excel in finance no all you need to in order to make money you need to understand you know what is happening around you you need to apply common sense and then you need to invest your money it's very simple Uh, myself uh, you know i was very i am very poor at maths I have dropped Maths after class 10th and you know, in Maths I scored 56 in my pre-boards and 90 in my uh, actual board examinations. Hence, I am also very bad at Maths, but yet I aspire to, you know, aspire to make a career in finance. So
2: these are some of the prevalent myths
1: regarding stock market.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective about these myths with us. You had mentioned that a person can start investing with any amount of money which they start with. So I actually wanted to ask a question that how exactly can one start their journey in finance?
1: Yeah. So how can one start, start their journey in finance? It's very simple. You know, first of all, I would like to point out some of the basic problems out there that there is no place on internet where you are able to get structured knowledge about the stock market and that too free of cost. There are places where you can get structured knowledge, but it is quite costly and not everyone can afford it. So these are first of all, two major problems that a teenager and anyone in fact has to face. So how can a beginner get started? A beginner can get started. You know, go to Google, type what is stock market. You will understand the definition. Then go to the YouTube. There are you know famous people explaining what is stock market. Research about it. You know, watch their videos. There is a site known as Investopedia where you can get you know all of these definitions and understand what is stock market. I have also started an initiative known as Investopodium through which I aim to you know counter these two problems which an Indian, which everyone has to face. Hence a teenager can start, you know, learning about stock market by going to the Google. It's very simple. We are living in the 21st century and anyone can learn anything from the Internet.
2: Thank you for talking about your initiative. I will definitely be checking out the blog. Moving on to some interesting questions. You might have watched so many movies related to trading before. Even I personally, I personally enjoyed Rogue Trader and A Wolf of Wall Street. So could you tell us the expectations? Versus the reality in trading, the movies versus real life.
1: Yeah. So first of all, movies are created for, you know, entertainment purpose. The sole goal is to provide entertainment and earn money from us. So we cannot look up you know, there is no to you know, there is no comparison between how, you know, a person can start in finance to what we see in movies. And a person, you know, starts from, you know, he has no knowledge in finance, he can go to printing millions. It does not happen like that. A person has to sit in front of the street uh, in front of the screen, you know, research, study hard, give 12 hours a day in order to become a good and successful person in life. And what we see in movies is like a person is taking cocaine and person, a person is taking drugs, and you know, there are girls around and you have flashy income. But no, that is how it happens. We have Warren Buffet. You can see him. Yeah, you know, he's living in one house for around 40, 50 years. He follows the same routine. So there are people, and if you want to become a good, you know, if you want to make a good career in finance, or you just want to understand how to manage money, you need to understand the importance of living a frugal life, which is not explained in uh, movies. So you know, there is no comparison, there is no reality in movies what we see, and it's all for entertainment purposes. Hence, you should watch documentaries. There are that are out there that are based on actual people, that how they have spent, are studying, how they have uh, you know understood what is their perspective in financial markets or let it be any profession in, in simple that we have seen that there are doctors We, uh, for example I'd like to point out a movie known as Kabir Singh where we seek uh, you know that he is drinking and he's smoking and he's there making operations like guys take out you know one second imagine a person who is drunk doing operation no it does not work like that you need to study you need to put in hours you need to you know sacrifice a lot of things to earn something
2: Wow, that actually made a lot of sense. Now I understand the meaning of the quote that not everything is as it seems. Now moving on to the next question, which I personally believe is sometimes quite important for someone just getting into stock trading. Are there any alternatives to investing
0: in s- rather than just stocks? Yeah, a oh, very good question, Raman.
1: Uh, i think that the only you know avenue to invest is stocks. No, that is completely long. You have various avenues, I'd like to point them. Uh, there is a mutual fund and there are index funds. So, what is an index fund? Index fund is basically an index which mimics a composition of stocks. For example, you know, a nifty pharma index would mimic how the pharmaceutical stocks are performing. Hence, a person can invest in that index fund that to free of cost and earn and you know generate a good amount of return. Second is a mutual fund. What is a mutual fund? A mutual fund is an open-ended fund which is managed by a uh, fund manager we have to pay a certain amount of fees which is known as an expense ratio to him and he will manage your money and he'll give you a certain amount of returns so a person can you know invest in an index fund a person can invest in a mutual fund it's very simple but you need to understand what is a mutual fund for that also go to youtube search what is a mutual fund what are the types of mutual fund, and you'll have that knowledge so you should start you know as a teenager as a beginner you should start investing in a mutual fund or maybe an index fund
0: I assume dancing to a song called Kitli and posting reels is also a good alternative to investing in stocks.
1: Yeah, because you know, once I heard that you can also generate income through social media, I wanted to give it a shot. Why not? And after all, my aim in life is to create multiple sources of income. And as well as, you know, a little fun won't kill me.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: Okay, now coming on to the more uh, physical aspects. How has working out affected your mentality and mindset in life?
1: Yeah, that is a very good question for this, you know, just to, you know, point out what are the benefits of exercising and everything. I started a page known as Teen Fitness Club where I teach people about this alongside Oman. Also, so what does fitness give you? First of all, fitness gives you self confidence. If you're confident enough, for example, I'll give you a very simple example, you know, if I do not possess about finance i won't be confident enough to be able to speak on this podcast so what gives you confidence in day-to-day life whenever you see yourself and if you're not motivated by how you look you won't be confident enough to uh, you know to show yourself to various people and th- we are living in the 21st century where it is a social group where you know how you talk how you walk how you speak is all considered hence you know if you are in good shape uh, you are be you will be confident Secondly you will be able to you know present yourself in a better manner third you know there are various resources which show that person that people who exercise you know are able to learn more adapt more understand more and fourth it keeps you motivated and whenever you go to the gym you see a person doing better than you you will have that urge to you know work you know you, you will have that urge to give your 110% and you know it will also you know all of those things replicate you know, in how you become and what are you becoming as a person, in short.
0: That's a really great answer. So what's the secret to maintaining a good physique that no one tells me about? Because Barbecue Nation and THF are your second home.
1: Yeah, so another thing that people think that, you know, if you are into fitness, that all you do is go to the gym and, you know, you, you escape reality through gym. Yes, it's true. But, you know. I believe in moderation, you know, if you study 24 hours a day, you won't understand anything, but there needs to be a moderation. So the moderation is that I also go out to enjoy and eat at barbecue nation and, you know, hazelnut factories in a moderation. And yes, I also go to the gym and, you know, that helps me, uh, you know, show my flex my bicep on Instagram.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So how do you maintain consistency, even though you are a part of so many extracurricular activities?
1: Yeah. So, you know, there is no specific mantra. There's this very famous quote that discipline beats, uh, that discipline beats talent. So it's all about discipline and it's about the mantra that, you know, how you organize yourself that, for example, I believe that I have this mantra that I aim to do what pick up one thing at a time. For example, my next task would be to go up, you know, climb the stairs, open the door and then, you know, eat my food. That is, that is how my tasks are. So keep yourself busy, keep a schedule, you know, if you want to follow my schedule, I, you know, practically manage all of things like that. For example, from five to six, I have to study six to seven. I have to do this seven to eight. I have to do this. I have a fixed schedule and I follow that. And in order to follow that, you need to have discipline every day. You have to wake up, you have to show there. that that is how you become consistent. And it also depends on how badly you want something. If you want, you know, if you want those six pack apps to flex on the Instagram, you need to show to the gym and, and you need to be honest with yourself. Many people I see, you know, they tell you that, you know, I've been studying for the past five hours, but they know themselves that, you know, in in that five hours, they they were using Instagram, they were talking and they were thinking about whatnot. So you need to be honest, you need to have a plan and you need to be consistent.
2: Thank you for sharing your perspective on that topic. I also had a question that I've heard that you have a really active page named Teen Fitness Club on Instagram, where you post Q&As, workout routines, healthy cooking recipes and tips on a weekly basis. What was the reason for starting it and where do you want to take it in the future?
1: Yeah, so I'll be very brutally honest here. So I wanted to start this page because, you know, once I saw the that the gyms, uh, that basically the gym market in Lucknow was undersaturated. So I wanted to start with an online initiative, you know, that would, you know, solve two problems in one. That is, you know, I would also be able to monetize my page in the coming days if I am able to give out proper content and a good amount of following. And second was also to, you know, actually make another, you know, form of another source of income and to try out how social media goes and also to present myself on Instagram alongside Ruman, who is also a, you know, fitness enthusiast. And I wanted someone who can understand what I'm trying to, you know, give to the people. So... uh, that was the reason behind starting Clean Fitness Club and moreover it was also because, you know, during the lockdown I had, you know, nothing to do, so why not start something good for the people?
0: I'm genuinely very grateful that you gave me the opportunity to work with you. We all know that you are an extremely consistent and dedicated person who does his best at whatever he can. I really wanted to know, where do you see yourself in the next five years or your sh- and what is your short term goal? Okay, so
1: this answer might be a little long. And, you know, apart from all of the questions, this is the question which I personally like the most. Why? Because, you know, when I was in class 9th, and I came 2nd in my class, but my aggregate percentage was not, not that good as compared to other boys. So, you know, since then, I had, you know, aimed that, you know, I'm going to, to score 98% in boards. I'm going to, you know, be on top of Lucknow and this and that. But what I want to tell you is that no matter what we want to do, what we aim to do, we never know what is going to happen. All we can do is, you know, that we can plan that I'll do this, I'll do that, but you never know what is going to happen. You know, nobody had the slightest of clue that, you know, in the history of examination that Corona pandemic will happen during our board examinations. And I, you know, there will, there will be a new marking scheme on which people will start receiving their numbers. So what I want to tell you here is that we aim and we expect a lot of things. We live in the past and we live in the future, but we fail to live in the present. And we, you know, we tend to, you know, be very, you know, extra optimistic. I would like to say that, you know, know, no matter, I had, I had always believed that I am going to score 98%, but, you know, I ended up scoring 96.6%. So always have an aim in life, but do not be rigid on that. You never know what is going to happen next. You can always give your best and try to make what you think and to, you know, convert that thinking into a reality. That is it. So in short, keep no expectations. We live in the present. That is the only thing I want to tell you. I live in the present. If I keep thinking that, you know, what, where I will be in the next five years, I cannot tell you what if I'm going, you know, I end this podcast and I, while I'm climbing the stairs, I, you know, my, uh, Or basically, you know, in short, if I want to tell you that what if, while speaking this, I get a heart attack and I die here. Oh my god, inshallah, so, you know, hell lot of plans, he'll go out, he'll do this, he'll do that, he'll achieve this, he'll be a billionaire, millionaire, nothing. Keep your goals realistic, stay consistent, don't aim for anything, keep a vision, follow that vision, break that vision into goals, break those goals into plans, achieve those plans one by one, and you will be there. Without thinking all of this.
0: Okay, so according to you, what is the importance of sacrifice when you want to achieve something great? A
1: lot of people are there, you know, they talk about, you know, I'm lazy, I cannot do this. You know, I'm too tired to get up from my couch. That's wrong. You know, you have to sacrifice. You have to give your 100% every time you sit on that desk. You need to give your 100% every time You need to sit there with a motivation, with a vision that you will achieve that. You have to be honest with yourself. It's hard work. In short, it's hard work. You cannot crib. You cannot cry. And then you can say that another person, you know, got what you want. And I was there, you know, lagging on my couch playing Call of Duty or, you know, surfing through Instagram. You have to, you know, sacrifice and give 110%. You have to be better than the next person because everyone here is on their own. Everyone is doing everything because of their personal needs. So make sure that you give your 100%. And success doesn't come to people who sit on the couch or surf, uh, surf, surf through Instagram for 5-6 hours. Success comes to those people who are willing to you know, sacrifice everything in order to become successful.
0: I absolutely agree. Great achievement is usually born of great sacrifice and never the result of selfishness true you might have heard a lot of people say that money is the root of all evil and similar things so what is your take on that do you think that money is important to be happy many people say that money is nothing it's just a piece of
1: paper but believe me without money you would be you know dying of COVID-19 right now, if you would not have the enough money to take your loved ones to the hospital. So money is everything. Money is, you know, the root of everything. So make sure that your aim in life is to earn a lot of money. And then you can say that, you know, money is nothing. Money is just a piece of paper. Once you have a million dollars in your bank account, go there, preach people that money is nothing.
0: Money isn't everything, but everything needs money. I absolutely agree with you, inshallah. So, a lot of people actually lie to themselves and they aren't even aware of it. They give themselves excuses on excuses on why they can't lose weight and such similar things. So, what would be your advice, if any, to them?
1: Uh, many people tell me that, uh, you, know, you know, I'm too fat or you know, I cannot you know, gain weight or I cannot lose weight. That's false. You can ask talking to a girl but you cannot spend one hour at the gym or, you know, the best advice would be that you get your heart broken, and <laughs> go to the gym, and you know, <laughs> convert that sadness into the desire to build your body, you know, learn from others, learn from others' mistakes, you know, be open to everyone. We have to learn from everyone. I, learn, I try to learn from my juniors to my seniors, to my from my parents. I, I try to learn the smallest bit, try to take up everything and then become who you are. That
0: brings me to my last question for you. So a lot of people limit themselves and they do not want to learn from anyone that would be their junior. So how are you so humble and willing to learn from everyone? My parents taught me that, you know, humility is the key. And
1: also how to stay humble is, you know, basically the key to staying humble is that mind your own business. Don't go around, you know, look, looking into people's business that what is he doing? What is he doing? If you're minding your own business, you will be humble. B, if you are giving a hundred percent, you will be humble. A person who is doing more than you will never criticize you. He will always be humble and he will always be there to give you his insights. So, and also, you know, as we talk, uh, as we say this, that... If you if you teach if you help someone allah will help you so always help others and you know you never know in what form allah will help you
0: and thus with this we come to the end of all questions we had for our esteemed guest today a big thank you inshallah for being with us today despite your busy schedule it was an immense pleasure to learn so much from you and I'm sure the listeners tuning in gained a lot of knowledge as well. We will try our best to inculcate the tips, techniques and advices you shared with us today. Thank you that for having me here. And you
1: and Arun, you are doing a great job here. And secondly, uh, I would like to point out, you know, that you are doing a really great job learning from people, you know, learning from their mistakes. Because this is also, you know, which I learned very late that, you know, you should always learn from others' mistakes rather than making a mistake on your own. So you know you are doing really you are doing a great job. Keep doing it, and I wish you the very best. And I hope that you know this grow, grow podcast would reach you know to a greater amount of people, and a lot of people can learn from me, you, and Arun, and everyone who is involved in making this podcast a success.
0: Thank you so much for the sweet words <laughs> that made my day. Um, I shall end this episode with my hopes to collaborate with you soon. It was an honor to have you here with us today. And with this, we come to the end of the second episode. For those of you who stay till the end, we are grateful to you for tuning in. We shall come up with another episode soon. And until then, feel free to check out our social media. The URL can be found in the description below. And until next time, stay home and stay safe.